Are you ready? A shot of wrestling, episode one eighty-eight, and away we go. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? From the fans to the fans, let me hear the crowd pop. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? From the fans to the fans, let me hear the crowd pop. So take a shot. Oh yeah. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting edition of A Shot of Wrestling, episode 188. And if you do not think I'm MJP, you are correct. This is the green man taking the host chair for the first time in a very long time with my co-host, Mark Hollywood Schwan. Welcome back to episode 188 now. Abel, I gotta say... I. You do so much better than, than Michael J. Putty right now. It's You're not even like, what, five seconds into the show. Already pronouncing my name correctly, giving me the right introduction. Putty just is like, Mark Schwann's here. You know, it's I, it's I, not I, hard I, at all. No, it's, it's not a, hard at all. When, when I'm in front of a celebrity, I show them the respect that they deserve, like you. Thank you for joining us. Thank and you. for uh, being with us week in and week out. The, the, the heart and soul of a shot of wrestling, some may say. Some may say. Some I think a lot of people say that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, I'm the perfect host. I'm the perfect host. That's, that's just what I am. But, you know, there is someone else that we want to introduce to episode 188. Welcome back, Jimmy J, to our show. Green, it's great to be back. And I just got to say that, you know what, Putty, you're right. He doesn't really introduce you uh, correctly, Schwan. He doesn't accentuate the asshole um, you know, in your name. But anyway... With that being said, I got that out of the way. I know you and I are going to be uh, not seeing eye to eye this episode, as always. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm loving it, man. I'm loving the view. I'm enamored with the, where's, where's the, the view I'm looking at right now. Because you're just a dick. I mean, it's, is it just because like I have a Movado and you don't? Is it is because I have? Yeah, I tell you I what, Movado. How about don't? you move out of the way so I could fucking talk here and shut your mouth? <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. I mean, the reason we brought us together, I thought, is because we're we got along. We shared oh, some beers. At our watch party, which, by the way, amazing job, and I have to give credit where credit is due. Jimmy J, the man negotiating the deals with Buffalo Wild Wings, and we threw a hell of an AEW full gear watch party. So thank you for your contributions there. I'm gonna tell you right now, all kidding aside here, I appreciate everybody uh, shout out wrestling. Uh, for helping me orchestrate the watch party. I think it was a success despite a couple unfortunate circumstances that day. As much shit as I talk about Schwan over here, Hollywood, I appreciate you and I appreciate the conversation that we had. Uh, you know, little pep talk. I'm going to keep all the details off of the air right now. But I appreciate that. And you too as well, Green Man. So it went well. It went well for the circumstances. Uh, and, you know, the news broke You know, beforehand on the pre-show. This is not the last one. Uh, the Royal Rubble. It's going to be the next one. That's it. On the so, line, you, man. so Big news. contract is getting signed. The ink is yeah, drying. It. Is, is it happening yeah, for oh, real? It's 100% happening at Wild Wings. And, you know, this also could be, and I don't want to speak too soon, but this could be the beginning of a very lengthy relationship with Wild Wings. Uh, they have 18 locations. I said this before in New York. 
alone, we could be doing shows at any one of those locations if all goes well uh, at the next one. So we might be, hey, the face of uh, wrestling at Huawei. So many people have already reached us, out, reached out to us on our social medias. You know, those who were there had a great time. Want to know when the next one is. Those who were not there and were unable to attend, you know, let us know. Like, hey, sorry I missed it, but let me know when the next one is. So now you know, straight from the horse's mouth, the next one, Royal Rumble viewing part of our Buffalo Wild Wings. More information to come but before we get to more in detail of the watch party I, I mark i haven't seen you for a few weeks now and and i have to address the elephant in the room michael j putty did a great job recapping the shows last week that we were a part of bwf bcw and you know there was one question that he left open in the air that i would not be doing my job if i didn't ask you now that you're here how did it feel to get hit by the power of the dong Joey Ryan at BCW. Oh, oh my man. God. You know, I, I never, ever thought in my wildest day, and I've seen Joey Ryan, you know, when he first came out with the, on YouTube and whatnot, I was like, who is this fool? Like, who, what is this guy doing? Making a mockery of wrestling. And it, next thing you know, I mean, like, he, he's, he's gaining more and more popularity. He's doing his thing, making a name for himself. So I can respect that, actually. And uh, never in my wildest day did I think I'd be at a receiving end of one of those things. It wasn't just you. Now, you always preach, like, the togetherness. You guys do everything <laughs> together with the squad. You guys all felt the power <laughs> we, we, we of the together. <laughs> we train together. We take the dong together, apparently. And, uh... Yeah, well, I don't mean it that way. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 listen, if it's not the first time you probably touched one, but I'm telling you. <laughs> it got a little Holly weird that night. I'll tell you that. It but, definitely did. It definitely did. Uh, at the end of the day, though, hell... We came out on top. We, Eric Jaden beat Joey Ryan. It with a little oh, help. With a little help, by the way, by the sexy and seductive Naya Kennedy. Who knew the power the, of the boob? The power boob of the boob. I didn't know she had that in her. Uh, I, I didn't know either. I'll tell I you. Mean, did you see? Do you see those those things? I am seeing them a lot more. <laughs> I'm seeing them in a different light as of late. Let's just say those things are dangerous, my man. So, so I've heard, but now I've actually have seen how dangerous they are. They're real, though, right? I mean, I, I have never felt them. I'm a married man, and I. I'm just saying, you get you guys are the squad, share locker rooms together, travel around the world together. I mean, the queen gets her own locker room. I mean, she is the queen of heels. Okay, okay. Well. They look real to me, Jimmy. I, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you they right look now. Real. It, it, it look, <laughs> they look real to me too, and I, it's like it's almost as if when Jaden's hand went on her on her breast, that I heard in the background the fanfare for the common man. And she just hyped it up, man. She was it was her versus Ryan, and then I think the only one that really lost out of that was Jaden. But yeah, he took the flip. It was a show. Yeah, it was a show. Keep in mind, I didn't take the flip. I got, I got. You just felt the power. A a dick surge, if you will. Is it like getting struck by lightning? It was a, it was electric. Very frightening. Yeah, no, I, I was confused, shocked, and knocked you off your, like you fell back and. Oh yeah. Like I, I had no idea, like. Uh, someone's dick could actually do that. Now you know. <laughs> now, now you know. know. Well, uh, yeah. I don't but know, that's man. how we started uh, BW. So I had to ask uh, Michael J. Putty, you're welcome. Um, and we went on to that Saturday. Again, Michael J. Putty recapped a great BWF show, their anniversary. And if you have not seen what, in my opinion, in the short time that I've been commentating matches here and there, probably one of the highlights 
so far in the independent wrestling scene the, for me to or call. Apache match? It was insane. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had even a shorter commentating career than you have, Green Man, and that was definitely by far the biggest spectacle I have seen in professional wrestling live and getting the pleasure to call. Didn't really turn out the way I wanted it to, of course, and uh, especially on top of that, Jimmy, you're going to love this. I got punched in the face. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Not the best of weekends for me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the Setsujin squad and the BWF, I would say originals or the group that's representing the fans that night, uh, really put a show for everybody there. Literally, one of, I would say the match of the year for BWF. Uh, and then you guys are having awards at that next show as well. So We are, yes. It, it's a contender. It should be match of the year, in my opinion. Oh, it absolutely. Was, it's, it's being nominated for match of the year and moment of the year. When the, when you got punched, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the spot of the year right there. Why, why does everyone like it when I get punched in the face? Because I mean, you just sound like a jerk-off. I mean, I, anybody would want to do that. Come my on. career is on the line anytime someone touches me. I mean, this is why you, my representation doesn't like me being involved in professional wrestling. You shouldn't be involved. I, 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 I should, but I love it. I love this you, industry. You, I want to be involved. I have a great squad watching my back. So, I mean, we have a good thing going. I ain't, yeah, I ain't well, Obviously, nobody was watching your front because you got decked in the face. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you right now, I, I love it. I want you to be a part of this business because I enjoy every single second as soon as somebody puts their hands on you. You yeah. little sleazy son of a bitch. Is it because I stand for everything that you can't have? Is that what it is? Listen, hey, you know, I came up, it. you know what it is? You don't know what it's like growing up on the streets, okay? I came up from nothing. You were born with a golden spoon, Schwan, okay? Served. And would they, would they feed you caviar as a baby? Escargot. Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. There we have it. That's that's why. Because your nose is in the air so fucking high, you're breathing the clouds. Listen, if you, right. if you were up having escargot, you'd be living a nice life, too. It's not my fault you're born. Gentlemen, gentlemen, I, gentlemen, I, again, I have to say, I thought we were going to get along on this episode. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, 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 yeah I'm, I'm good. Yeah, listen, it's, it's all right. I'm... Schwan, don't worry about it, man. Yeah. Right, let's see if we can make it through, through this episode without me decking you in the face. At... What are you... You know what? That's your let, money maker. Let, I don't. Uh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Let, let's keep the show moving, guys. Let's keep the show moving. Um, the AEW Watch Party, uh, full gear, an amazing show. I gotta be honest. I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did. And we could break down the card match by match, but I think if we get to the end, really was where a lot of the magic was going on. And for me, that AEW World Championship match going in as a semi-main. Spoke that was volumes. So surprising, actually. Yeah, the yeah. fact that that was not the main event, I was like, "Wow, Moxley and Omega are gonna leave in stretchers. Like something's gonna happen." So it really set me up for that, and I was not disappointed. What did you gentlemen think of the World Championship match between Chris Jericho with Jack Hager defeating Cody Rhodes and MJF turning on on uh, Cody? You knew it was gonna happen with MJF. I mean, he's not he's not a face. You know, he's still always doing, like, heel antics, like, backstage. You saw that, that uh, little GIF video going around with him punching the dude at, at the airport from behind from the chair. You saw that? No, I didn't see. Hey, he's been playing around quite a bit. Um, with the scarf and just, you know, just being his typical self. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this guy, there's no way this guy's, come on, Cody. Come on, Cody. Get up, Cody. But yeah, it, uh, but you, in a, you knew something was going to happen there. But also, I think we knew because he's you know wrestled for a few years in our area, so we know the true scum that MJF is. Yeah, yeah especially you know. Schwan knows that. I mean, 
<laughs> yeah. So I mean, you because you guys hang out together. You guys know each other. You guys. You guys are, are part of the oh, same crew anything. of like you think you're better than everybody else. So I understand I don't you, Jimmy. Think anything? I just know things. I mean, it's oh, not my man. fault. I'm very sure about myself. I, you know, I believe in myself. I mean, is that a crime? Hey, all what, of a sudden, you, what do you want a sticker? We're, we're, trying, we're trying to talk AEW. <laughs> but MJF. So, but I think for the rest of the public, for people outside of the New York area, they do not know of MJF like that. Yeah. So to see him in that character of like, oh, I'm a nice guy. I'm Cody's best friend. Some people were a lot more surprised than uh, the yeah, tri-state no, area I mean, was. That's a fair point, Abel. I mean, you know, we do know who he is. We, we know what his character is. And uh, I, I don't know. Like, it was a good moment. It was good to see. It's great storytelling. You know, I, I had a feeling there's no way Cody's going to win this. Um, it was for long-term storytelling. I mean, what this, what, what this holds. I mean... Is, does this mean Cody's never really going to go for the AEW World Championship? You know, I, I think, find that hard to believe. I think they, they're Me building too. this. They, they like you know they're going to let this one build before they crank it up. Quote the Nate. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that um, you know Cody Rhodes is going to be on this journey, and the payoff is going to be well worth it. Eventually, he's going to win that championship, but they're not going to make him win it too soon. Uh, I think they're doing the right thing right now. Jericho needs to hold that belt. That company is new. This company's new. Uh, Jericho is let the only man. Let that stable build the belt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let the inner circle build yeah. that. I mean, they remind me a lot like the NWO, to be honest with you, man. They're, they're, they're making their mark in that company, and they're just like, they're growing. Each individual by themselves also growing inside of that little stable you know, they have going on here. It's funny you mentioned the NWO. You know, you said that before off the air at one point, and it was really making me think quite a bit. I was like, is that, that's a big thing to say. That's a big statement. But the more I think mm. about it, the more I, you know, I'm, I'm playing it back in my head, you know, how they came out and how they're forming together as a group. There are a lot of NW vibes there. You are you are onto something there, Jimmy. Oh, thank you, man. We can agree on something at least here. All but, right. But I got, I I'm liking how this is going. We're getting Christmas times around the corner. We're going to shake hands. <laughs> but uh, what I'm trying to say is, you know, if you look at it, think about it. Like every week now, there's somebody new. I mean, we'll get to Dynamite in a minute, but it's like somebody new joining the inner circle. And, uh, you know, I, I think of that match right there um, with Cody, as far as Cody goes, Cody is going to be going on this roller coaster ride. And we, we know this is what's going to happen. He, he's a great he, storyteller. Yeah, he is. He it's, is. This the payoff is going to be. I'm telling you, it's going to be unreal. It's probably going to. If I had to take a guess, sometime next year, around this time, Cody Rhodes will be that. You know what? If I'm a sick fuck like Cody, yeah, I'm thinking longer. Yeah. Wow. Two years. Yeah. Like he 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 might hold on to that word. Like I'm not going for the world title. Keep that. I mean, that's a big statement to make. It's it's like uh, Shawn Michaels saying, "I you know, once I retire, I'm not coming back." Right. Yeah. Right. So then, years later, it's like, "Oh, I'll fight at Saudi Arabia." Yeah, which you know that's not his last match. I'm telling you right now, really? no, there's no way he's he's gonna. No, Michaels, that's his last. Yeah, match. that's, that's not. His no. last I'm telling no. you, he will be back in another tag match or something, but he's not gonna be in a single. No way. I Fox. promise you that. Mark my words, because that Saudi Arabia is not. It's gonna be a mania or something like that. Trust me. Yeah. But anyway, I, that that's what I believe. Okay. Well, it was a great match nonetheless, yeah. and like I said, it being the semi-main to John Moxley and defeating Kenny Omega in a wild match i mean one of the wildest things we were in this watch party with with people in the business and literally they were cringing at some of the spots that were going on through that home match and i I just want to point out jim ross in an interview for sports illustrated mentioned that it's been years since i was 
this proud of two guys in a match like I am of Moxie and Kenny. And Ross went on to say that I have never seen a main event like that, that they should be congratulated for the effort they put forth. And it was absolutely amazing. This match was a great indication of the in-ring spirit of AEW. We want to be... We want to be known about innovation and delivering a great effort. And, you know, it's true. Uh, definitely that put AEW to me on another level. I, I got to tell you, man, it showed uh, versatility. It showed that, you know, they have a little bit of something for everybody. Uh, they did get creative in the match. I mean, you know, there's a lot of controversy around this match. And whether you loved it or you hated it, there was no in, in the middle there was people that were complaining, and it was people that just absolutely ate it up because we haven't. Who seen was complaining? Like what were these complaints? Because well, I'm on the side where I love this. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I love it saying? too. I mean, I, the only thing I didn't like, I think it did go a little bit too long. To be honest with you, I think mm. it should have been a little bit shorter. But the creativity that the, these guys used in this matchup, I, I loved it. I mean, we haven't seen matches like this in a very long time on mainstream programs. You know what's wild? Any one of those spots would have been enough for one match. Yeah. When they remove the, the, the padding at the, the end thing, of the match, though. that just that alone yeah. could have been the spot. Guys, yeah. I mean, you're talking about who was against that match, who's saying bad things about that match. Yada, yada. Um, I'm torn, honestly. I mean, mm. I have respect for both John Moxley and Kenny Omega. They they sacrificed their bodies. I mean, that's an understatement, Absolutely. if anything, uh, in that match. And kudos to them. And I'm glad that they escaped with injuries, but. You know, I, I kind of feel like they kind of shot their load in that match. You know, I mean, like there was a little too much, in my opinion, that was going on in there. Uh, not necessarily from a gore aspect. I mean, I get it. You know, AEW is getting edgier than WWE, and it's cool to see that again. But it's just like, there was, I, you, you go to your credit, Jimmy, I mean, being too long. It's because there was so much that was happening. Yeah. And like, there was so many stuff, there's so much stuff that could have happened. They could have finished the match. They could have spread it out a little bit. They could have spread it out a little bit. And they could have actually extended the storyline, having other cool shit happen further down the line with other matches. You know what I mean? You just really blew your load all in one match. And where do you go from here? You know... It it stands as its own masterpiece, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. It's the Mona Lisa. You know, people are going to go back and look at this match as the Mona Lisa. It's like the match you want to see. These guys can never face each other again. No. No, I don't think so. Like, ever. Like yeah. in a tag match, like nothing. Unless you do all of this now in a cage. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hell but you, in a cell. But you're right. What, what, what happens like, next? What, yeah. What yeah, happens yeah, next? Where do they take it? Yeah. Somebody's going on fire. I don't know, man. It's just, you know, there's only so much you can do with these death matches and crazy matches like this. But you know what? It showed versatility and it showed that AEW is not afraid to go that extra mile and do something different, be different than other organizations. There's be different, and I, I respect that, and I love about that, about AEW, but you have to be smart about it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the watch party was a great success, and I think we had a great time watching it with a lot of fans who were there, a lot of the talent. Well, you know what? Like, like you saw AEW get out of control towards the end of the show. Full Gear was crazy, and, and the action overflowed into Buffalo Wild Wings. Jimmy J, the action between Darius Carter and Faye Jackson. I mean, they just kind of went at it. You followed them all throughout. What man, were you capturing there? Man, I, I got to tell you right now, I got some footage. I unveiled a little bit of the footage, but I have not unveiled the whole thing. And when you guys see 
what exactly transpired at Wild Wings, man, you're going to know what I'm talking about when I say that it was absolutely anarchy between Darius Carter and Faye Jackson. And I thought it was going to come to blows, man, and it almost. I tried to get in the middle of it. Totally the, agree. The, the crowd wanted them to go. They, yeah. they wanted you to let them go. You know great. what? And Darius Carter, for the record, was running like a little bitch. Oh, now he's running like a little bitch. Now he's running. Now he's saying he's on the track team. When I think the only track member <laughs> over here was, was Schwam when Carter came up to you. Okay, how, how's your head feeling, bro? How's my you head feeling? Shook, weren't you? I was shook from yeah, what? I you're, stood you're, toe-to-toe I was in the third row and I seen the drip, the sweat drip off your palms, buddy. Okay, I know you were you were shaking. The lip, the lip was. I was quivering. It was quivering. The lip is sweating. I'm telling you, Schwan. Yeah. Listen, you bring him on the phone right now. You keep you keep saying this. I don't believe you. I don't believe you have his number. I don't believe you actually have his number. You understand? This is Jimmy J, by the way. I got a lot of connect. I got more connections than Verizon. So I mean, I Darius Carter is obviously his best friend, but I don't think Darius Carter, you know, I don't think he considers I'm, him anything. Hey, listen, Did he give you a I'm fake a, number? I'm, I'm How many like digits does he have? Is it 12 digits? Hey, you know, there? last time you were on this show, you wanted to get Darius Carter I, yeah, on the phone. And for some reason, he didn't pick up. Did, did you have the wrong number then? Do you have the right, right number Matter now? Matter of fact, I'll tell you what. Last time, he was in the ring. He called me after I left over here. When oh, he sure, he the show. <laughs> sure he did. Sure he did. Sure he did. After the show. How convenient. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to put my money where my mouth is right Let's now. Let's do I'm gonna, it. I'm going to call Carter right now, and I promise you, because you know why? Because I'm Jimmy J, and I deliver. He will pick up this phone. Let's do it. Okay, okay. Well, I all right. I want to see it. All right. Let's, right. Call right Let's now. dial it up. Right Let's go. Darius, you there? I am very much there. I'm very much there. You're welcome. Da- Yo, thank you. Thank you for taking it. I know you're a busy guy, okay? I know you're a man. You have multiple things going on. Right now at this time, you're probably doing some overseas trading. But Darius, this is Mr. Schwan over here, Mr. Hollywood. Well, hello, so- hello, Darius. Uh... He, he's been talking. He's been talking, and I'll tell you. I know he's been talking. Everybody does is talk. Oh, my goodness. There we go. What a, a <laughs> setup. An absolute setup. He wanted me to call you. I know you're Hashtag setup. Hashtag setup. What are we talking about? No, no, here? no. No, but now, now, now what are you going to say, Sean? He's on the line now. <sighs> so all that smack you're talking about, you and Jaden, that he could have lost the championship. Listen, it's all in the past. This, this, is, this, man. this is stuff I said at Buffalo Wild Wings as well. I said the same thing. You know what's funny? You, you said the word smack, and that's the exact comic book-esque noise that Mark's face made when it hit the steel post when I threw him. Oh, it was a look. That's real cute. That's real cute. You did that to a non-competitor. You did that to a non-competitor. You think you're big, tough man. A non-competitor who got into the match. The match was released on YouTube. You can literally time out the point where I said, before introductions, I specifically walked over to you and that mongoloid of a woman, and I walked over to you two, and I said, do not interfere in this match. Do, I specifically said it. What did you do? Listen, you, what did I you do? did the same exact thing that you would have done in that position. I did what I had to do. I make no apologies uh, for it. No, I, I wouldn't have had my face thrown into a steel post, so Listen, that's I, not... 
Clearly you failed. I'm mad enough to admit what I did. You're not mad enough to admit that you had TJ Marconi in your back pocket the whole time for things oh, went south. Goodness. So let's clear that up oh, because goodness. that's something we were talking about. You know, Darius, you are your own man. You've been the BCW champion for over 368 days and it keeps counting. 372 days as of today. <laughs> but... Uh, Schwan over here, he rolls with a squad. You roll on your own. Did you really have TJ Marconi in the payroll? No. Here's, here's, let's talk, here's something. If I wanted to, if this was the direction, I would reform the crusade right now, and we'd ransack the entire roster. There'd be nobody left. So I, I mean, there's certain even, people who want to see it. Let's not, and it doesn't matter what you want to see. It's about what I want. <laughs> it's about what I want to do. Uh, the Crusade, we've been there, we've done that, we've, we've ransacked, all right? And no offense to BCW, but myself, TJ Marconi, Gango, and Aligning, we, we'd absolutely annihilate the place. We'd set fire to it, we'd scorch the earth, and there'd be nothing for me to maintain a championship reign over. I need competition, I need people to be alive, so I'm not going to reform the Crusade. The problem is, is Eric and his goon squad, they're... They're feuding with all these people across all these different promotions. Your problems with TJ from BWS are seeping into BCW. I don't care about any of it. None of it is any of my business. But honestly, it keeps Jaden out of my hair. So, and I'm, I'm just sick of hearing about him. He's not a contender. He's, he's hardly no, a wrestler. He almost yes. beat you. If it wasn't for TJ, you would have lost. I could play back the tape for you if you forgot. The only reason, first off, the only reason that guy got anything more than a two-count or a two-count at all was because of the time I spent throwing you into the post and kicking Nia's head off. Oh, so you're using that as an excuse? Is that your excuse? Is it's that not what excuse. Look at the time it took for me to do this. The time I took between that, between taking the air in, so between sulking in the moment, and it was it was a really pleasing moment but to do that to you because your mouth is literally your mouth does not stop running. You, you just, just talk, this you talk, you, you do nothing the to back it up. Is you almost lost. You were that close to losing if it wasn't for T.J. Marconi. So the but fact that you're dismissing like you Eric Jaden as a contender, it's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. No, that's all you do. It's just talk and complain, and that's all you are. Is you're a complaining manager. You're a guy, hey, go park his car. That's what you do. All right? I don't want to hear about it. Oh, please, man. I get a service from these people. Where, are you kidding me? Please. Where's, where's, where's Jaden to talk? Why can't Jaden talk? Why does he have you as his mouthpiece? You know, you're that's a very good question. You're Where is Jaden? You, listen to me when I'm talking to you. You are defenseless. You are harmless. You are weak. You are a non-factor. So you need to stop talking to me the way that you do, because if I see you again, I'm going to smack you in your mouth. You understand? In which I'm case, you're going to lawsuit. Is that what you want? Class. That's what people like you do. You shouldn't even be talking to me. You shouldn't. You should be paying for every minute that you are in communication with me. Your phone <laughs> bill should be increased dramatically. There should be a percentage increase on your phone bill for taking the time and having the pleasure of speaking to me. I am the BCW World Heavyweight Champion. For now. 372 for now. days. You are Mark Swain, manager of a nobody. That's what you are. Does that hurt? I hope it hurts. No, it doesn't. From you, it doesn't hurt because I can go on Google right now. It tells me I'm definitely somebody. But whatever, Darius, that's that's your own thing. If that's I'm not talking you, about you, I'm talking I'm talking about Jaden. Talking about Jaden. Listen, Jaden is you focused on his IMDb, own business. You listen. You as an IMDb extra in sixteen or so movies or whatever you said, you literally have more of a claim than Jaden. And considering that you are weak and feeble and defenseless. 
What do you think that makes Jaden? The only reason Jaden survived in that match was because I allowed him to. I put on a demonstration. I want you to go back and watch and count. How many offensive maneuvers Jaden got in that match? It doesn't how matter. Long, huh? It doesn't matter how many offensive maneuvers he got in. It was enough. Yeah. It, was, it was enough to what? actually put some chinks in armor because the whole time you were talking beforehand how you're going to squash Jaden, how he's not a contender, this and that, how you're so great, how Jaden doesn't deserve to be in this match. But he proved that he deserved to be there because he was this close, this close to beating you. And you know it. You know it. Jaden? Survived. Jaden survived because you were because you interfered. I had a beat with the figure four. Who pushed the rope? You. So then you get thrown mm, into the post. That's true, so then that's Naya true. gets her mouth kicked in. Then Jaden summons up this energy inside of him that he has never shown any point in his life and his career. If he was pushed in the street, he wouldn't show that type of energy. If someone put a gun to his head in the street, he wouldn't have the type of energy that he had on that particular... He had it one time in his life, one time in his career, and he doesn't have what it takes to pull it out again. I'm telling you. And the problem is, the problem is, Mark, and I want you to think about this. Now that I've seen that that side exists in Jaden after slapping him around for 10 to 12 minutes, now that I know that that side exists, how much more prepared do you think I am for well, it? bring it, man. That I, I, ho I hope to see this down the line. I really hope this happens again because we know exactly how to get to you, uh, Carter. We know exactly how to get underneath your skin. We know exactly what it takes to beat you. So next time, yeah, we'll be more prepared to make sure there are no more outsiders, no more outside influence like TJ Marconi coming in to save your ass one more time. That's your fault. That's your fault with TJ. You had chances to finish TJ off in BWF. Why have you not done it? Don't put that up with me. Don't put that up with me. You, you put, I see what you've done to him. You, tra you concerned on him a, a million times. How the man isn't suffering aneurysms on a daily basis is beyond me. You, you, all you do is hit him in the head with a chair. Every clip I see, a chair shots in the head, or, or, or cutters onto a chair, all these things you're hitting on TJ. Yeah, Why yeah. is he not done? That, that is your problem. That is not my problem. I have nobody that's chasing my back like that. I have nobody in my rearview mirror that is that severe a threat. I, don't, I have Riley Shepard, who was injured and in a commentary booth, Counting down the days for her to be able to wrestle again, just so she can get permanently seated next to AJ and Pete. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to put her right back there, and that's all her fault. I have Billy Brash. I'm going to beat him, too, because I beat the man to beat him, Dan Moff, who's now signed to Ring of Honor. So I need you to understand the way that things are going. My career trajectory, the things in my future, I am moving, and I don't have time to pay attention to parasites like Eric Jaden and you and your group of mutts, your filthy, maggot-infested group that will not stop crawling under my door. Stay out of my home. You are not welcome. I'm sick of it. And I'm telling you, the next time I see you in one place, I will exterminate you myself. I do not need the crusade to do this. I do not need TJ to do this, and I don't need Gangone. All I need is myself. All I need is the man who has been world heavyweight champion of BCW for 372 days. 
I appreciate you taking the time right now to come on here. It's, it's a waste of time talking to Hollywood over here because, you know, he's just sitting over here and he's believing. He's believing what he's saying with Jaden. Jaden is like 74 years old and still wrestling. We need to get over this already, okay? Jaden is not the company. The company right now, hold on, is the movement. It's the culture. It's Mr. Darius Carter, okay? Mr. Month in and month out, the calendar man. Nobody's touching him. So I think everybody just needs to take a back seat, go on the mid-card somewhere, okay, where they belong, like you said, Carter, right? And at this point, like you said, there's other people and other companies wanting to come in to face Carter so he can show them why he's going to still be the champion in 2020 for 400 days, for 450 days, for 472 days. And we're going to keep counting. I don't know how long this is going to go on, but I'll tell you right now, there's nobody right now in this company that's going to take the bell from you, Mr. Carter. So listen, I appreciate you wasting wasting your time. That's what I'm going to say. You're wasting your time with this guy right here, Schwan. And I told you, I told you he'll come on. I told you I'd make a phone call, and here he is, DC. Well, I'll give you props, Jimmy. You follow through on your word. But I'll tell you this. You smell like Darius's asshole. <laughs> you do. That's just your upper lip, buddy, from fucking kissing Jaden. Yeah, run, run, run away because you're just so you're so corny, man. You're so lame. You just you're just a, a, a chatterbox. I think tonight we're just gonna have to agree to disagree. There, the emotions are running really high. We have the rest of the show, Mr. Darius Carter. Thank you so much for the opportunity and uh, for answering Jimmy's call tonight. Thank you for joining us. That's right. Like, save him. You've been saved, Mark. You've been saved. Thank you for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, the All-Father, Wrestling's richest prize, the technical tormentor, and your BCW World Heavyweight Champion. 300, how many days? 72. That's what I thought. Like People paying attention. Paying attention. Good job. Good job. Man, Jimmy Donovan, man, good, good job. You guys are doing a fine, uh, excellent role with this podcast. You made excellent points about my abilities, uh, about my acumen in the ring. Thank you for paying attention. Thank you for understanding. Mark, you have a long, long way to go, and I can't wait to see you again. Thank you for having me. Uh, listen, and one more thing. Don't worry about it, uh, Mr. Carter, because we ran out of mouth diapers for Mark over here, so that's why we had to cut this short, all the shit he's talking. And I promise to bring some extra tissues when he starts crying, because I can see it already when you got him on his knees and he's just begging for help. I, I, don't worry, he's I'm going to bring some Kleenex for him. Can you hear the mic? I, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys getting amused by that. I'm, I'm really glad you guys get a kick out of that. Go ahead, laugh it up. Laugh it up. Let's see what happens 2020, bitch. Have a great day, Mr. Carter. Hey, everyone, everyone, give it just before you let me go. Give it a few seconds. Just give it five. Yep, that's that shaking. I hear you, Mark. I hear you. Oh, Marky, Marky, Marky! Marky the Mark. All right. Send me out of here. Thank you very much, Mr. Carter. <laughs> we will see you very soon. There you go. The time for change is now. Thanks for having me. It's time for In the News with Mark Schwann, the Green Man, and Jimmy Shane. Well, everybody, welcome back. And, wow, I did not expect the show to go where... It just went to, yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> my apologies for that. But something else, gentlemen, that we did not expect is this. <laughs> no way! Is this a rip? Is this a rip? Oh, my God! 
Yes! Can you do this? Yes! Come on! Wow. I do this. I do this. <laughs> wow. No idea. No That's idea. awesome. All right, welcome. Welcome home. Yes, welcome. It's as simple as this. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the culture. Oh! I'll see you here next week. Yeah! Well, gentlemen, CM Punk has not been seen since WWE Royal Rumble 2014. So it's been about five years. Five longest years that, as a CM Punk fan, like I've been waiting for him to come back. And to come back and say, just when you think they have the answers, I change the culture. That's I a mean, great response by CM Punk. A great one-liner. What it, <laughs> it is a one-liner. I, I take it a little personally, though. Even as a CM Punk fan, as someone who's been waiting for him to return, buddy, the culture has changed in the last five years without you. So I'm very interested to see how you will change what we in the professional wrestling industry, the independent movement has done to change it, what AEW has done to change it. Well, everybody has been working these past five years while you have been away. We've been changing the culture. So welcome to the culture that we have changed and are now allowing you to be part of. Well, welcome think about, back, think CM about Punk. This, Abel, think about this. He is changing the culture in a way because this has never been done before. He is signed to Fox, not WWE. So now you have an outsider who was on the inside, who left on bad terms, could say whatever he wants. That's changing the culture right there. That's a big fuck you to WWE. Look, he got he got me interested as well to see what's going to happen next. Uh, did I pop when I seen that? Not really. A little bit. Really? Uh, no, I'm being honest with you because you know what? I was not surprised. And I said this. I was shocked that it was a, this soon, but I was not surprised he made a return, CM Punk. And, and listen, I like CM Punk when he was there. For me, it, the fans have been literally just clamoring. They, they've been waiting Okay, they've been chomping at the bit for Punk to come back for years, chance after chance after chance, and now he's back. It's going to be louder now because now they want to oh, see him yeah. in the ring. Yeah, they want, of course, they want to see him in the ring. Especially Fans in Chicago, go, forget about oh, it. Oh, yeah, okay, but to me, he's lost steam, okay? Punk's been gone. There's been so much that happened since Punk left, okay? There's a lot going on right now. Oh, hello, AEW's here, okay, another organization that can compete with WWE. We have different uh, individuals on the roster now. I mean, WWE, you know... Raw, I don't even want to talk about Raw right now. It's hard to even get through Monday Night Raw. But if you look at SmackDown, you know, they got their, their star power, I guess, on SmackDown now. It just doesn't do nothing for me, really, with Punk's well, return. No, I mean, Maybe it's... spice it up a little bit. Yeah, but I'm just not well, let's talk about, ecstatic about it. Let's talk about spicing it up. And you were talking yeah. Raw and SmackDown and the superstar power. Seth Rollins hit Twitter and said, fight me CM Punk. Followed by Bray Wyatt, SmackDown champion, who said... Uh, I saw you indicating, like, hey, I want a piece of CM Punk, too. You know, it does build a lot of speculation. I mean, yes, CM Punk's been away from the wrestling game for five years. Things have changed. A lot of superstars have been built up and come into WWE product. Not even talking about AEW right now because, let's face the facts, CM Punk is signed to WWE. Uh, Backstage or, you know, yeah, where he's doing, well, yeah. No, it's not just WWE, but Fox, but working yeah. with WWE. Uh, so AEW's out of the equation right now. Um, but there are a lot of fancy matches, you know, fans and even wrestlers inside the business are thinking like, all right, you know, how can we get CM Punk back in the ring? What what matches can we see possibly from this? And that, which would be cool to see. I mean, CM Punk left on top of the game 
You know, he, he yeah. was... I mean, that, that, yeah, he was, he was at the top of his game when he did leave. Right. And one has to think, I mean, he's not that old. Mm-hmm. You know, he still has stuff left in him, probably. Will it happen? You know what? We're one step closer, you, I think. You know what, man? And this is... This the door's is a, open. The door's open. This is a statement right now I'm going to make. You know, I think of CM Punk. And I think of this whole return right now, right? And, and it is reminding me a lot of... And I know people are going to say something after I say this. The Attitude Era. It's reminded me a little bit on a lower level, like a Stone Cold Steve Austin, in a way. CM Punk coming back to try to save WWE from the quote-unquote war, okay, with AEW mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I don't know, man. It's like WWE striking against AEW with him being there. Now, think about this. Speaking of Stone Cold. Speaking people, of Stone Cold. People. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Son of a bitch, I'll stop a mother when I ask him walk a try. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. But, but, you know, thinking about it now with um with Punk, because people have been talking about Punk and Austin, because they had that little that little heat in right, that little right, segment right. that they had a little promo about. I think it was video. Oh, game a few years ago, yeah, that, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Now I'm thinking about this. Austin. Austin just shut him up on that promo. <laughs> he, he did, dude, seriously. But this is something that could actually come to fruition at Mania. Stone Cold Steve Austin was just recently medically cleared. CM Punk just came back. WWE is going to want to try. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. No, 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 no. Jimmy's no. fantasy booking over listen, here. Let him go. I, you, I, let, let him go, fa- yo. Yeah, let me just fantasy book real quick because you know what? I've called a lot of things. Not everything was right, okay, but a lot, a majority of it was. I think that WWE is going to want to fucking have something special for Mania. If Punk is back... There's a good chance it could be him and Austin. Well, as special as that would be, and I would love to see that, I just don't see it being that likely. Because, yes, Stone Cold is being cleared by his doctors. Mm. Now, notice I said his doctors. WWE doctors are very different. I mean, for how long was Daniel Bryan cleared for right. from his doctors? And it took a long time for him to get cleared from WWE doctors, which seemed like it was going to be unlikelihood, but it happened. Neck and head injuries, very different. You know, even Edge has been cleared by his own doctors. Yeah. Are we going to see a return from him? It could page down the line, possibly. I see it being unlikely. I mean, neck injuries are... They, they could be paralyzed, and that's going to be on WWE as a company. You know, and it's a, keep in mind, it's not just wrestling. It's a company. It's a brand. We just signed a waiver. I, I, still, it's bad. It's yeah, bad yeah, press. Yeah, no, you're right. You're it's right. Bad press. I mean, I just—it's just something that I could see happening because they want to have everything like the biggest. You know, the you know what I could see happening. Um, if you were going to book it right, I mean, CM Punk is now part of that WWE umbrella. Maybe a, a, a small extension because people are saying you know he's part of a Fox contract, but he was recently added to the the roster page on the WWE website. Um, Survivor Series is in Chicago. It is. I brought that one, up for a reason. Yeah. One of the things that I was kind of disappointed about his return was that he came back to a studio show. Yeah. To no crowd, no to to well, Paige yeah. Channing. Oh my gosh, is this for real? Like you know, like is this a ra- you know? And like that was the pop. That was the pop. Like that was the you know. Yeah. Like but keep in mind, he signed. To, he signed to Fox. It's not WWE. You know, able. Fox not going to have him come out to Survivor Series. And he's, ha- not, he's not a WWE product. And also, how rusty was it for him to come back into a studio setting? And then go right into the camera that is not lit. Like, you, you're out of touch, buddy. Like I said, the culture has changed in these last five years. Yeah. And you need to start 
recognizing the changes that we in the wrestling community have done and the contributions that everybody has put forth and step up to our level, bro. Step up. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I I think people are putting too much value into this right now. There's a lot of speculation. It opened up a lot of questions, which is probably what they want because it's creating a lot of noise. Hell, even AJ Lee was trending on Twitter when that happened because there's speculation that she might come back. She's always trending in mine. Hell, (laughs) fucking yeah, bro. (laughs) Yo. Yo, she's on my top three. It's stirring the pot quite a bit. It's what they want, but at the end of the day, you have to take it for what it is. CM Punk is signed to Fox. He's doing WWE backstage right now. Not even full-time. It's going to be based on his schedule. So we have to see what happens next. Is it one step closer? Yes. Is that step going to be taken? We don't know. Oh, we know. (laughs) There's definitely definitely been a lot of noise made on that name, CM Punk. But someone else who recently got their name back, Mustafa Ali, Got his name back, and it was a simple tweet on November the 13th at 8 a.m. where Ali tweeted, my name is Mustafa Ali. Who cares? Does does he he want (laughs) an award like Schwannel? He wants a sticker? (laughs) Congratulations. Mark, what are your thoughts? How how important is a name? You know, you always uh, come down on Mike for not saying your name properly, not giving you the proper introduction. Uh, Is it important that Mustafa Ali got his name back? Branding, you know, I mean, I, I, I see what he's saying. I, listen, I, I'm not the biggest Mustafa Ali fan in the world. I respect his in-ring ability. I respect his talent. But, you know, he hasn't won me over yet uh, for with his character. But with that being said, you know, it's because of the games that are being played backstage politically with him with the name. Uh, Mustafa Ali, I mean, I see what he wants to do. I mean, stereotypically wise, WWE uses uh, Middle Eastern characters as uh, heels, you know, and he's... Pretty much breaking new ground, being yeah. a, being a face. Yeah, that, that's true. And he wants to shed. He always wants to shed positivity on that, and I think that's a big thing for him and for the community. Absolutely. Uh, no, I agree with I you 100, man. And you know, he was, a, he was a former cop, I believe. Respect. That's right. So respect. much respect, to Ali. Wow. That's right. So. Mustafa Ali, that is. Yeah, yeah get it right. <laughs> yeah, you get it right now, Mustafa Ali. Get it right. That's it. Not Muhammad, Mustafa. <laughs> Well, he's definitely someone who's shining a, a a good positive light on the WWE. Someone who's not shining a positive light on the WWE is someone who recently quit on social media. I want you guys to listen to this for <laughs> yeah. a moment. Yeah, no, play it. I fucking quit. Fuck them. I hate that fucking company and everything they fucking stand for. All they did was ever hold our fucking people back. I do this shit for the culture. I don't need anyone's fucking permission to do what I want to do. Screw Jordan Miles. Don't ever call me by that slave name. Call me ACH and don't forget the super bitch. I quit. Fuck you. Uh, yeah. So that happened. Uh... Listen, Booker T reacted to this video um, and his comments to Jordan Miles uh, on this statement was that he is just the only injustice he's making is to himself. You know, if you're putting that type of message out there, it's really hurting himself. You know, in a way, you're right, because I, I, I his perception is, that you know, WWE is racist towards him or just racist in general. That's his perception. Perception is reality um, to him. And it's painting him in a bad light. Other companies don't want to touch him at this moment. Right. He, he's trying to reach out. AEW apparently doesn't even want to touch him. Right. Um, you know, you're right. I mean, the, way he, the way he's going about it... It's is, totally the wrong way. It's giving him a so, bad luck. So here's my question to you guys. Yeah. Obviously, this is not the best way to quit a company. 
If you needed to quit a job, how would you guys quit? Well, I just walked the fuck out. No, let's, <laughs> no, let's, let's, let's be honest right now. I, I got to comment on this real, real quick, briefly. Uh, I'm not, and I'm not trying to tell anybody how to feel. You know what I'm saying? Nobody can tell anybody, you know, how to feel. Agreed. But there's a way to express yourself. And I feel like, yeah, there, there could be some deep emotional issues that he has within himself that he hasn't solved yet. And I'm not Sigmund Freud. I'm not trying to solve anything for him. I'm not a psychologist. Uh, but there's a way to go about doing things. And I think that he could express himself in a different manner. He's obviously frustrated, you know, and it's okay. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to feel the way that you feel. But when you're in a business atmosphere and you're dealing with that, you don't want to, like, you know, Booker T was saying, you don't want to portray yourself as this individual that's hard to work with. You know, right. you want to you want to leave and you want to bow out gracefully. You could feel the way you feel. You could tell your friends, you could tell your family, you could tell other people, but in, when you're in that public light, you have to hold yourself to a higher standard. And I think that he honestly just degraded himself and uh, degraded the culture. I think that anybody uh, of African American descent would be upset about that. Straightforward. I would be if I'm if a Caucasian man came out and said something like that. You know, if she was on the other foot, I would be upset. Like why? Because mm-hmm. now you're making me look bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you know it's okay to feel the way that you're feeling. Who knows if it's true? Like we don't know this. We don't know if WWE in you know there could be some racial tension in WWE behind the scenes. There could be some racist people in WWE. We don't know that. I think he also but, by saying that company. Yeah. You know the e, he's also grouping the whole company the whole and company. everybody who works yeah. for the company. Exactly. You know Not everybody is. We uh, we as commentators, we as uh, people who are wanting to get into the business. Yeah, the goal one day will be to sign with a big company to have someone want you right yeah but if it's the e that that's where we're going to we are not what he's calling everybody who works there to be that is not us exactly so you can't group everybody together and be like yeah everybody there is is that it's not especially you know i mean not for nothing i mean kobe kingston was the world heavyweight champion for quite some time he had a good run recently you know, I mean, is a company going to do that if they're racist? Now, some people, which is true, but maybe some people might say, you know what, uh, they just made Kofi uh, champion just to make it look like they're not. You know, I mean, everybody's going to use everyone's that. Everyone's got their own yeah, angle yeah. as far as how they can spin it and everything. Whether it's true or not, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I, honestly, a, you're right. Before, I mean, there's a way to do it. And there's a way not to do it. I mean, yeah, we don't necessarily know the whole story. I mean, for all we know, Jordan Miles or, or whatever you want to call him. Excuse me, I know he doesn't want to be called by that name anymore. But, you know, he, he uh, I don't necessarily know, did he have backstage discussions going on about this shirt or how he was feeling? I mean, all, all of a sudden it looks like he's just on social media going on rants and raves right. and handling it in a very bad way. Then ultimately quitting the way he did in the, uh, on the social media. I was always told the best way to, to meet your challengers and people who, who want to see you fail or, or to leave a company is to be the biggest success that's how you yeah, get back at people that that is how you get back at them and even every i still remember that every company that i've ever worked for that i left for a better opportunity my last day i always go out of my way to bust my ass so much so that when they see me walk out that there for the very last time they feel like they just lost out on someone really great right no you i leave that impression that's, yeah. that's the best way to go Actually, you know what? Uh, this kind of reminded me. I, Abel, I know you're not a football guy. Jimmy, I know you are. Yeah. 
who does this remind you of right now? Are they going to rants and raves on social media in the NFL? Oh, uh, are we talking about um, Antonio Brown? Okay, AB. AB, AB, yeah, duh, duh, Antonio Brown. He had a whole thing, the whole controversy. Yeah, he had a similar Yeah, you're right. Actually, yeah, a similar tweet. Actually, it's all about the NFL, but saying fuck the NFL, the racist blah blah. Yeah, blah. yeah, that was uh, the whole Oakland Raiders. It's it's unfortunate that this is what the society. I don't know what's going on. What's in the water out here? People like people are just like they just I don't know, coming out of the woodwork with with racial remarks. And I'm not only talking about you know African American. I mean this is like everywhere. I mean Hispanics and and whites and it, there's too much racial tension that doesn't need to be. I mean why I don't know. Nobody knows. Okay. I think that it's just it's something with the individuals that are saying what they're saying that they have their own personal issues that haven't been resolved but there's a way to voice your displeasure the right way if you're in you know you don't you don't necessarily know what's going on there i mean like i could some people be just be using a, a quote-unquote card maybe but you know i think honestly it does stem from someplace real i mean they probably experienced some sort of racism before in their lives maybe yeah. even younger and it, it stays with them um, I mean, hell, I grew, it's hurtful, man. I, mean, it, they, yeah, you know, I, I, I myself, I'm part Latino. I grew up in an all-white neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> what part is? Wait, wait, wait. What, what part is Latino? Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. But I'm those just hips saying, don't lie, Schwan. It, it wasn't easy growing up in that neighborhood, and um, and yeah, you know, do I have a chip on my shoulder from it? Probably. But I'm not going to go out there ranting and raving on social media about it. Hey, dude, you know you what? Know, I'm glad you brought that up. Caucasian male, Italian majority, mainly, you know, Italian, Irish. I couldn't tell I, by the way you speak. Yeah, oh, really? Oh, well, not, you know, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is I grew up, but you know, majority of my childhood, my adolescent years, East New York in Brooklyn. If anybody's familiar with that, I was the 1% Caucasian in that whole area. My, I mean, everybody knew my family. My family was there for years. My grandmother was there since the 50s. Okay, but the, the bottom line is I grew up, you know, around all African-Americans. And, of course, there was the African-Americans that called me cracker and they called me whatever they wanted to call me and I got into the scuffles and whatever because I was defending myself. Do I walk around hating African? No, I don't because, you know what, I'm not going to judge the entire group based on two stupid idiots, okay, because you have... You know, you have people out there that are just, you know, honestly ignorant. And then you have people out there that aren't. So you can't just judge everybody because they all race. There's, race, there's racism out here every fucking day. I mean, I'm straightforward with you, okay? Yep. And it's unfortunate. But we have to sift through all the people that are just you know, ignorant and we'll just put them aside because we're better than that. You have to be better than that. You have to hold yourself to higher standard. You know who's better than, than all of that? Who? And Michael J. Putty is going to like this next news. The Miz and Paige are way better than all of this because they just signed new contracts. Woo! Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Michael, J, Michael J. Putty will be very like happy to Paige. hear that The Miz just signed a multi-year contract with the WWE and Paige has also re-signed with the WWE. Obviously, she's going to be doing a lot more things with WWE backstage. Um, and, and The Miz, I mean, he he's obviously... He's Mr. Consistent. ...created a spot for himself... And really set the trend for many others. Like going from where he has been in the reality world, infiltrating the professional wrestling world, working his butt off to where he is, to actually be someone that they're going to sign for a multi-year deal. It's amazing. Congrats, I mean, what, what the Miz Mike. does, I mean, just take away his character and 
you know, he's progressed so much in the ring, it's not even funny. But take all that away, and look what he does outside of the company for WWE. I mean, he does he, a lot. He, he bangs a hot wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's very real. <laughs> I mean, he does. But no, I'm talking about, like, you know, he's kind of like a brand ambassador for mm-hmm. WWE. Yeah. And he does such a wonderful job doing that. Uh, I think that's a big asset for WWE. It's a smart move for them to sign him. And look at Paige. I mean, just look at Paige. Nah, that's what I, I like to do Paige. every day. I do love her. Love um, look at that ash. But let me say this, so Xavier likes it too. I'm about to say something good here. And this guy goes right Shout there. out to Austin. Anyway. But anyway, no, Paige is still young. It's so unfortunate what happened with her career. They could have easily cut her loose once her contract came up or she could have gone back right. home, which I'm sure part of her maybe wanted to do. But you know what? Look at the roles that she's played since her broken neck. You know, she's knocked it out of the park with every single thing they've thrown at her. Mm-hmm. And she continues to do a great job. And I hope to God one day that we can see her back in the ring. Chances are it won't happen, but I'm curious to see what WWE does next for her. Yeah, I'm, never I'm with, know. I'm with you on that page. Turn another page in her book. And well, Miz, awesome. <laughs> well, we're talking about getting back in the ring. Let's take it down to TV Takedown. It's time for this week's TV Takedown. You know, gentlemen, there there's a lot of TV. There's a lot of wrestling to keep a hold of. Why don't you guys tell me what happened this past week on TV? Well, first off... My boy Rick Recon looked mighty good on NXT. What about that? Congrats. Congrats. Yes, yes. Good call on that one. I, I, I noticed some familiar faces there. It was Rick Recon. Billy Brash was another familiar face there. Um, so congrats to those, to those boys. And they were not just like cameos, background. Like, dude, Recon took a punch. Recon did take a punch from <laughs> Damian Priest. And, uh, you know... Stood toe-to-toe against Triple H there. <laughs> that, too. Yeah. So, mad props to Rick Recon. Love you, my man. Um, Squad's doing big things, huh? Oh, hell yeah. All over the place. But uh, another takedown moment we have to talk about. Um, guys, do you see the new uni- uh, Universal Championship? It's nice. Uh, I like it, yeah, but yeah. people are already hating on it. Really? Okay, yeah. Well, okay, okay, okay. Well... Is it really that big of a shocker that it's going to turn from red to blue? Is that the big change? <laughs> oh, God. That's the big change? It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, it's just, okay, congratulations. It's fucking blue. It's, it's Smackdown, I mean, you know. Right. Yeah. That's the big change. That, That's the big reveal. Next. <laughs> I mean, I mean they, they, they made a big hoopla. The reason why I'm going over that is because they yeah. just made a big hoopla about it. Like, oh, that we're having uh, title redesign, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be great. And then it's, they change just the color. It's blue. It's just the color. It's just it's because it's on SmackDown. Come on. It's like wah wah. wah. I mean, with a character like the Fiend, though, for someone to have a championship, you would have thought a little bit more creativeness like, could have gone if, into what, it. What they did with Daniel yeah. Bryan when he was a champion. Or let's say let's take it back to uh, Impact Impact Wrestling with with uh, Jeff Hardy. Like, if you really want to get creative, you know. Yeah. They, they should. You remember, even like when Stone Cold, he had the broken skull. Break. Right. Yeah, that was nice, man. That you was know, something unique. Yeah, they should do something different and cool for for Bray Wyatt, which is making me believe: is his title run going to be that long? Especially, for, yeah, that's a great point. Especially for someone that they have shown investment in, that the fans are getting behind. You're right. Like 
if it's not that much of an investment, let's just change the color of the shop because you're not going to hold it for that much longer anyway. Right. So, I don't know. I, that's just me personally. But that's all I have. Well, I'll tell you right now. You said Impact Wrestling. I did watch it. I did get a chance to watch Impact Wrestling right here. Uh, the opening match was pretty damn good for the number one contendership for the X Division Championship. Uh, Willie Mack, Trey Miguel, Rohit Raju, Aiden Prince, Brent Banks, and Petey Williams, man. Uh, they put on just a barn burner to open that uh, Impact Wrestling show. Uh, ultimately, it was Trey Miguel, a part of the Rascals. It was surprised me. kind of shocked me. I thought it was going to be the Mac or Petey Williams mm. coming out on top. But uh, Trey Miguel wins. He's going to be versing at Ace Austin. I believe for uh, the X Division Championship next. Uh, that was a good match. It's nice. It's nice that there's a refreshing take on not just WWE programming or AEW programming, but we're talking Impact tonight, yeah. which is great. Uh, Impact, just so you know, uh, backstage producers, because I feel the product has been getting a lot better and better, especially with Callahan now at the top of the mountain. But uh, producers, these are some great names: Jimmy Jacobs, Tommy Dreamer, D'Lo Brown. Gail Kim, Don Callis, P.D. Williams, R.D. Evans, who is also an ex-WWE creative team writer. So as far as a team and a crew who's writing for Impact Wrestling, this is... You're going to get some great storylines and some great product coming through. Not Hollywood writers that WWE has hired before in the past. Mm. They've clearly been in wrestling business for quite some time. Uh, You have some great names in there that obviously can take Impact to another level. Yeah, I, I, hey, and listen, some of those names, Jay Christ and uh, and Dagger. I'll tell you that match. It was like I don't know, maybe third or fourth match on the card. It was one hell of a match, man. Both of these guys. I mean, young athletes. Uh, Jay Christ, he was part of the OVE, I believe, with with, mm-hmm. with Callahan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's doing a tremendous job. Dagger, uh, tremendous job, and Dagger actually got the win in this match. Uh, but that's a match if you're gonna go watch Impact. There, you should definitely go back and see. Uh, and speaking of OVE, Sammy Callahan, Sammy Callahan, uh, Madman Fulton, and it's funny, quick side story about these guys. Uh, after one of the tapings that were over here in New York City, yeah. uh, I was partying with them inside of a bar right mm-hmm. around the corner. I think the Man Donkey or some shit like that it was cool. Yeah, the guys are real cool, man. Uh, really down to earth people. Jessica Havoc was there as well, so it was uh, cool to see them outside of the ring. But inside of the ring, took on Rich Swan and Tessa Blanchard, and man, fucking Tessa. Tessa, in the past few months, has I I don't the way she's just trending into becoming. You you talk about Becky Lynch being the man. Like this is the woman right now in independent wrestling. She's like a Charlotte Flair. Okay, is she? Is this independent wrestling for? I mean, like I don't consider Impact wrestling. I I, I, I did. I used to consider, but you're right. It's it's not Impact wrestling. You know, you know, well, I, a lot well, of people like the upper indies. Well, though. the reason I, they say that is because the the way that their contracts are, are made that allows their talent to actually work in the independent well, a, circuit. AEW, I think, has something right, yeah. and and not for nothing. I still would consider AEW as an independent wrestling company. Would you really? consider NXT indie then? No, because they don't allow their wrestlers to compete in the independent circuit. Ah, interesting. Okay, that's an interesting take on it, but. I wonder if they do allow them to do it. I think they totally should. I think it's a great idea. It's a great thing for a company to allow their talent to build a bigger, more bigger fan base. Let them work through other crowds. And imagine, you know, like the thing that the the contract that they have working with Evolve right now. I think that is definitely going to be opening the door for that. Yeah, I mean that's a big working relationship they have there. Because think about, I mean NXT is not really developmental anymore. One would argue that Evolve is taking over that role. 
So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. You said AEW. Did anybody see Dynamite? Because that was pretty damn good, man. I watched uh, Dynamite yeah. as well. Still killing it in the ratings. Yeah, dude, I, I'm telling you, week in and week out, uh, it was a it was a hell of a show, man. And, you know, after, I guess, the fallout, after full gear and... You know, Jericho and a little bit of the bubbly over there with MJF. And they're going back and forth. They had a nice little spot, like, midway through the show. They're going they back. They gelled together well. Yeah, man. Yeah, MJF they're, is like Jericho, man. He's going to be like the future Jericho, man. I can see it. The guy just has it. I, I thought Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara was going to be the future Jericho. Mm, no, man. Come on. No, The man. Spanish God. The Spanish God. MJF just has it all, man. And he's like... Uh, so do you want me in a circle? Or do you want to be in the inner circle? Do you want me in a circle? The, the back and forth, and then finally, uh, the hug commences, and Cody comes out with that gash above his eye, and and gets pummeled. Because why? Debut of Wardlow. This guy, mm. man, he's another beast, man. Another member like, initiated into the inner circle. Right, right. And yeah, we were talking about it before. I mean, that's what was starting to make me think. Okay, yeah, NWO here. Yeah, yeah. Feeling the vibes. Feeling it. Yeah, Feeling the it. vibes. It, it, you know. It's great storytelling, man. Like because now it's not necessarily Cody Rhodes versus Chris Jericho. It is Cody Rhodes and possibly the rest of AEW versus the Inner Circle. Yeah, no, no, no. And and you're right. And, and it's like that. And you know, Jericho. Speaking of which, he took his first loss at the end of the night uh, tag mm. team match. It was like you said, Holy Sammy Guevara. You mentioned his name. Uh, him and Jericho teamed up to go against uh, SCU for the tag titles, and it was Scorpio Sky. People were pumped yeah. up for that match like Dude. because you're you're talking about the inner circle really like getting some steam behind them they yeah. were like yes they need to they have the AEW championship why not give them the tag team championship I just, they didn't do it though I which thank god something for we were talking before yeah. Kenny Omega and, and John Moxley where to go mm-hmm. if they do an AEW versus inner circle type of storyline Teasing. Where does, where's, well, it's not AEW, right? I think well, right now that what they're teasing is the elite versus yeah, the inner circle. Yeah, yeah. It's like but a like, you know, you have, you have Kenny Omega, blah blah blah. Obviously, with elite and and John Moxley circling between them. You know, is John Moxley going to side? Oh, with, like what? What is it? Yeah. yeah. Which side would he go? Yeah, which side is he ever like like a Hogan? Back yeah. In the day? <laughs> yeah. But what side is he on? I mean, yeah, I mean, it could work. It could work. And then he just imagine Moxley in the circle. I don't know, man. I think he's just he's on a whole other level, Moxley. No, he's, he's, broke. He's, he's, he's he's broke he's by broke himself. One. But you know, I, I I gotta say this also. You know, thinking about tag teams, we talked about it, tag team main event. The last thing I want to touch on on Dynamite, the storyline between the Bucks and Pro, Pro, what is it? PMP they call them something now. LAX Santana and Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, proud Pride and powerful. powerful. Pride, yeah, dude, it was fucking absolutely amazing, man. Uh, after the. The Hangman, Adam Page, and Pack match, which I don't want to talk about because it was just like the other match that they had. Right after that, there was like a melee in the back um, that ensued between all four of them. It spilled out back at, to, to the front. They powerbombed, I think, Matt Jackson again through the stage. And they took that, you know, those baseballs on the side. Old school. That old school. I love, yeah, yeah, the, I love yeah. it, man. That's a great yeah. weapon choice. I love it. It, it just it screams. It screams Streets and it screams Santana and Ortiz. Uh, you know, being over here, growing up low east side over here in uh, New York City. And then out comes Private Party. And, and they can have a, a hell of a match next week. Private Party going against PMP. Mm-hmm. And this makes me wonder, like, was this put together because, you know, the recent, probably was the recent um, tragedy that we all, you know, had. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I, I'm glad you yeah, did I mean, mention that because they yeah. did make a reference and it was a very classy way yeah. um, to show tribute. Their 
has been a lot of social media posting about the tragedy of Matt Travis. And, you know, it was someone that I was not close with, I knew of. Um, and I didn't know how much this gentleman had touched so many people that we are close with. You know, uh, at such a young age, too. Many yeah, people yeah. who we are close with, you know, I reached out because I knew they were close to Matt Travis. And, I, you know, I, I felt bad for for people hurting and you know the 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 tough thing is you know a lot of people were like it was so sudden you know they were just talking to him a few weeks ago they you know were just sharing texts you know two days ago like it it, it was wild it's one of the reasons you know unfortunately vanity wasn't able to join us for our yeah. aw watch party you know people are heartbroken about the tragedy that happened but right now it's a moment that everybody's coming together to celebrate hog this coming weekend it's throwing a great big tribute show. And if you are in the area, by the time you listen to this, it would have already happened. But um, I hope you were able to, to go and pay your respects and, and be surrounded by some of the things we all love. And it's professional wrestling. It's that wrestling community coming together uh, and, you know, doing what we do best and, and holding each other when we need to. You know? Yeah, this is um, it's an unfortunate uh, circumstance, unfortunate event that happened. But, you know, this is it's a lesson. If you look at it like this, uh, life is too short. And we always say this and we always think about it. But at the end of the day, you know, and I say this as well, it's not what you take with you because you can't take anything. It's what you leave behind. And Matt Travis left mm. behind a legacy uh, in the indie scene. And, and with P, he touched a lot of people, like you said, man. He's just, uh, you know, we find out, I found out later on, like how great of a human being he actually was, man. And then if it wasn't for, you know, the, his work and then House of Glory, man, he, you don't know where he would have been, okay? And he was down a you know, dark road from what I understand. Uh, but I didn't know him personally, but because he, he's part of our, our community, man, we got to pay respects and homage to the man tomorrow at House of Glory. Um, it's just, once again, it's one of those unfortunate things. But the lesson from here, uh, you got to value the time that you have with people. Right. Like right now, all of us just talking on the podcast, just, just live in a moment. And this is something that you guys also told me last week. Okay, live in the moment, and, and that's what we got to start doing. And start living in the moment and enjoying yourself. Preach, man. You know, you know, that's perfectly said. And, yeah, I, uh, we did talk about that um, last week, the, the viewing party. And, yeah, because you never know. I mean, what, Matt Travis is, what, 25 years old? Yeah, man. Right? Yeah, young uh, kid. Young, young kid, man. Decided, uh, yeah, and, the, the crazy, it just came out of nowhere. Yeah, just no, came absolutely. Out of nowhere. It was it, it sucks. There's no other way to say it. It, it sucks. Um, I didn't know him at all. Uh, I do know the legacy he left, though. I mean, obviously, he was a tremendous worker in the ring. I've heard nothing but great things about him, about people that did work with him. But the the thing that I hit most was like how good of a human being he was because he did touch a lot of people. Right. And uh, in such a short time. And, you know, it, it, it is sad to see. You never want to see someone go... Um, Especially so young, and especially someone that had such a bright future from what it seemed. Hundred yeah. so. percent, man. I mean, just you know, rest easy, Matt. And you know what? H O G and the whole wrestling community, we're gonna hold it down. We absolutely are. So, what's next for the independent wrestling scene? We have B C W presents December with a Vengeance on Friday, December the thirteenth. B W F returns on Saturday, December seventh for Jingle All the Way. 
already my buddy here, Hollywood himself, mentioned this is going to be a moment of redemption. For the Satsujin for Squad. For the Satsujin Squad. That's right. <laughs> and I can't wait to be there calling the action next to the schmuck, Michael J. Putty. We always say the outlaw crowd is one of the rowdiest bunch out there, and we are looking forward to return to Our Lady of Mount Carmel on Thursday, December the 12th. Capital Wrestling, good friends to the show, are returning to Brooklyn on Saturday, December 28th. And that pretty much is going to wrap up our year uh, for independent wrestling in our community. But we are going to start off the year with a bang. Already announced, Battle Club Pro is going to present their show on Saturday, January 4th. There's some great names already signed up for that. We're starting to see some talent announcements. But something that I'm really excited for, I mean, I'm going to do it no justice. So I want you guys to listen to this. Thank you, ICW. No holds bar, White Eagle Hall. You Ooh. need to get tickets. First, second row already sold out. General admission, I, I think it's the best thing to go. You need to get in that building. Get into Jersey City. You need to watch the show. It's going to be a great way to kick off the new year. Please have your EMS on standby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, gentlemen, how, how did I do? Episode 188 is now in the books. We're wrapping uh, it up. Yeah. I think I think uh, everybody here we we delivered today, man. I think Putty would be proud of all of that's, us over here. That's all we're here for. We just want to make Putty we proud. We just want to make Putty proud. We just want to. We make love Putty you, MJP. It's just like MJF plus ten letters. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I love you too, MJP. So, wow. ladies and gentlemen, for Jimmy J, for the Hollywood Mark Schwan, for a special guest appearance of Mister Darius Carter. Woof. And everybody who supports the yes. shot of wrestling, thank you and good night. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>